Find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. We are the Brutal, Bizarre, and Boozy Podcast. I'm Declan, the son. And I'm Jane, the mom. This is the podcast where we talk about brutal crimes like serial killers and the random one-off murder. We will tell you about bizarre occurrences like alien abductions and monsters in the dark. And we just might get you drunk with cocktails themed around one of our stories. At the very end of every show, we like to lighten things up and cleanse the palate from the tragic and terrifying stories. So we end our time with a chaser. You might get to hear crazy stories about our pets or just silly movie recommendations. Give us a listen. We are the Brutal, Bizarre, and Boozy Podcast. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Cryptic Cocktail Party, a show where we have a few drinks, share a few laughs, take a dive into the unknown. I'm your host, Dave, and I'm joined once again by the beautifully bearded, luxurious-haired Jamie Hurley. What's going on, bud? Hello, my good friend. Oh, you're looking good. You're in a creepy-ass basement. You look like Hagrid. So, I mean, the the vibe you're working with right now is really working for me. And This is where I live now. <laughs> I've just, I'm going deeper and deeper underground whole bunch of uh crazy uh prepper stuff you know well just the usual hey you know the way the country's going the, the world is literally on fire right now it is so fucking hot uh so you might be close i think someone told me the other day at work that we're out of the era of global warming and now we're in the era of global boiling or something like that which is kind of cool it's awesome yeah. everything is dying like Hey. What what else more can you ask for? I don't know. And now aliens are real, so who fuck knows? It's all <laughs> apparently apparently. And no, aliens, aliens, aliens being real is like that we've gone through so much the past like ten years of like like we've lived through so many like aliens being real is like number four on the list of shit that we've had to deal with. So I don't whatever, man. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, like and it's so bizarre, like the bipartisan stuff about you know this uh alien fucking thing while they all steal money out of our back pockets yeah but aliens, you know so it's fine I, I i believe in aliens so like, do, so do Jesus i christ they didn't have to tell we, me they were we, real i already know i was there just just go deep enough down into the ocean until your submarine explodes and you'll figure it out dude the deep sea is those are all aliens there's no way you're telling me some of those things that light up down there that's that came from earth bullshit eat a dick like that that didn't figure out how to get <laughs> rgb lighting down there because some kid was playing Fortnite with fucking fifteen thousand pounds of pressure on him dude fuck that <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right jamie well i'm glad you're doing good i'm glad you're pooping normal again i know that's been a the, the, Thank the, you. The people who have been listening whenever you're on, we always end up coming back to your health issues, but you seem to find a medication that works. You're pooping a normal amount. You're not going to die it's, of dysentery. It's always around poop, and it comes from an Oregon Trail uh, medication. Yeah. It's literally opium. This <laughs> is what the doctors gave well, me. Well, you can't say it like that because it is literally opium, but it's not like the fun opium. 
No, it's not the fun opium. It's just so you don't poop opium. <laughs> you like, know, you got you got your run of the mill opium, and then you have your you get, just so you don't poop opium. Yeah, you know, it's it's a little different. It's uh oh, dude, I just but, um, of, I just thought of a really bad pun. What? Instead of opiate for the masses, it's opiate for your asses. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you used back in the day. Oh, God. That's the crazy thing. Oh, it's so good. Oh, opiate for the asses. Opiate um, for the asses. I'm going to start doing marketing for whatever off-brand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Jamie. Well, I invited you on today for a reason. Why is that? Back in, back in, back in April, we did an episode called Fearsome Creatures of the, of the Lumberwoods. Where we went we over four, sure did. we went over four different fearsome creatures uh, from William T. Cox's 1910 books, "Fearsome Creatures of the Lumberwood," and it was a lot of fun. I thought we we had a good time with it. I think we definitely did. I thought so. So I figured today we would do a sequel, do a part two, and I couldn't do it without you. Obviously, you had to be here for it. You can't do a sequel without the main cast. Oh my God, you're you're too kind. I mean, you could, but no one would want to see. You know what I mean? Like sequels without the people that were in the original. Not that's not a sequel. That's just another movie. Well, it's like I look like a crazy lumberjack. That's true. If you were to see, so yeah. So before we start, last time we did this, you you struggled with the fact that all of these came from the same book, and that these are just like lumberjack folklore stories. So right off the bat, Jamie, these all come from the book Fearsome Creatures. By William T. Cox was written in 1910. Okay, um, I love it. Are you, so that way, when you, because I, I know after the first story, you're gonna be like, so when was this sighting and where? It's it's, 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 it's from the same book. It's, it's all from the same well, book. That's why this is cryptic cocktail hour, kids. We've had a few cocktails, you know. Yeah, no, it's good. All right, so I chose four today. They get progressively more weirder and fucked up. One of them, I didn't even bother writing a script part portion for it because what he writes in the book alone is bonkers, and I would do it an injustice by like <laughs> making up my own version of his story. So when we get to there, I'll Fuck let you know. Yes. All right. Awesome. So the first crazy, fearsome critter, not crazy critter, that was last week's episode. The first fearsome <laughs> critter. Uh, has been spotted all throughout the great state of Maine, ranging from Allagash to New Brunswick. A strange creature lurks in the forest that, quote, has puzzled many a man, even those who are not strangers to the wood, end quote. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking like this. Wait, that's... <laughs> so, Wait, is that is that it? Or is there more? That's, no, that's it. No, uh, yeah, so the stories that's go it. that... <laughs> <laughs> the stories go, and this isn't uh, a one-off thing. It's happened more than just one instance and to several different logging camps and hunting parties. But the stories go that uh, there'll be reports of bear tracks that would be spotted near a logging camp. But when someone else in their party goes to confirm and check for the tracks, they come back and report to the rest of the camp that the other person was wrong and they were actually moose tracks. Well, Jamie, if there's one thing that most outdoorsmen pride themselves on, it's being able to tell different animal tracks apart. I mean, they're lumberjacks. They're in the woods constantly, especially in the woods of Maine. You should be able to tell the difference between like a moose track and a bear track. They are wildly different animals. Absolutely. <laughs> and moose are terrifying. Like yeah. moose will kill you. Oh yeah. They're, they're probably just as violent as bears. 
Yeah, especially <laughs> if you're in between a mama and her calves. Oh yeah, they'll fuck never them. ever do that. Yeah, There's your uh, woods tip for the day. Yeah, moose do not <laughs> moose will fuck, kick a hole right through your chest. Period. It'll yeah. kick your heart out through your spine. Yep. <laughs> so, so, uh, so yeah. So not taking too kindly to being called a liar and having their tracking skills come into question. Uh, this confusion between the tracks would lead to very heated arguments that, in some cases, would lead to full-on fistfights and outright brawls at the camp. Uh, in the book, it said that, quote, it is rightly considered an insult to a woodsman to accuse him of not being able to distinguish the track of either of these animals. Obviously, they're wildly different animals. Of course. So who or what is the culprit that's making these tracks that seem to switch between two wildly different animals? Well, that creature is what is now referred to as the Tote Road Shagamaw. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> that's not real you're just making up noises <laughs> no it's the so it's the tote road shagamaw and we get our description from a man hailing from old town maine named gus demo <laughs> now Gu- uh, <laughs> i believe gus demo more than the tote the, the tote road shagamaw yeah the tote road shagamaw uh, oh god okay well gus gus is a 40-year veteran of hunting logging and trapping in the woods of maine uh one day he was out in the woods when he stumbled across what was unmistakably moose tracks he followed them for about a quarter mile when the tracks abruptly shifted into bear tracks another quarter mile and again switched right back over to moose tracks he also noticed that the tracks were only on the tote roads that the loggers would use to bring equipment to and from uh their camps and logging sites he followed the road and the tracks until he was actually able to catch up with the creature and observe it. Now, he didn't he didn't give like a good description of like a face or a body. But the most important part was that it had uh, the front feet, like arms and hands of a bear and the back legs of a moose. And what it would do, uh, it was it was walking like it was carefully pacing, like taking exactly one yard steps. Uh, he would do this for a quarter mile. Uh, and then it was stated that it, quote, stopped, looked around, and then swung itself as if on a pivot and inverting itself and walking on the front feet. So what it would do is it would walk on the moose legs, look around, fucking, like, reverse his arms and his legs, and then walk on the bear hands. So it was a dope-ass <laughs> breakdancer is what you're saying. <laughs> They're doing some hand spins and head spins. Oh, like. yeah. <laughs> Just so was he playing some like old funk or b-boy music and then figured out like we I, got a dope ass like I don't know what was going on it just it would walk <laughs> on his legs and then it would look around to make sure no one was looking it would pivot and then just walk on the bare legs like I don't <laughs> that's <laughs> sick and then just for like a little added thing Gus Demo also came to the conclusion that the Shagma uh, could only count to 440, and that's the reason it inverts itself every quarter mile. There's no, I don't know why what they the put, f- I don't know why they put that in there, why it's relevant to the story, but I figured I'd include it. Black guy <laughs> who can break dance in the woods of Maine. Dude, it was- and it might scare you if you're white. Never seen that before, but <laughs> I'll tell you. Oh, the tote road track like, mall? Yeah, the tote road track. God damn it. But yeah, so no, that's that's what the fuck is that? I don't even know, <laughs> dude. They, um, they only get better from here. This was the least interesting one. What? And this is from the same book. God damn it, Jamie. If you ask me that question, 
Yes, these are all from the same book. I, I did that on purpose. I know I'm you did. Keep doing it. It's it's I a know, good bet. So. That's a good bet. I I love you. Deal with it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> are you ready for this next one? Yes, I do. This next one's really fun. Is it another break dancing? <laughs> Dude, it's even better. It is so much better. All right. So in the great cactus district between Prescott and Tucson, Arizona, and even further south into Mexico and the Yucatan Peninsula, lives probably one of one of the more fun, fearsome critters, and that is the cactus cat. Uh, these dudes, party animals. These dudes know how to fucking rage. Uh, so the cactus I cat... Like them already. The cactus cat is described... As having rigid and thorny-like hair, almost like that of like a porcupine or a cactus, uh, it has a has a branch tail. So the tail like it like goes out, and then it has like little nubs on it, kind of like little branches. I don't know why, but this is where it gets good. On its forearms, right above its front paws, are razor sharp knife-like blades made out of bone. So like a cute cat version of like Baraka from Mortal Kombat. Awesome. <laughs> um, awesome. Luckily, though, as far as I can tell, they don't use them to like straight up just in, disembowel people. As far as I know, they, they should. Uh, no, th- what they no, what they do is even better, Jamie. Uh, they use these biological bayonets to slice open the base, the bases of giant cactuses, uh, letting the sap like seep out from the trunks. And then they do this all throughout the course of several nights in like a mile wide circle, eventually like making their way back to where they started, like a big circuit of cutting open cactuses. Now, when they make it back, cacti. sorry, when they make it back to the first of the cacti uh, that was cut, <laughs> this, the sap uh, will have fermented, turning it into a quote kind of mascal that is very sweet and very intoxicating. And they drink up every last bit of it and just get absolutely fucking shit housed, <laughs> or awesome. as as the book puts it, fiddlingly drunk. Uh, they then spend the rest of the night stumbling across the desert in the moonlight, rasping its bony forearms across each other and screaming with delight. Now, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they're like cutting each, them, each other with their bony arms and they're screaming and they're just having a blast because they're drunk. It's like some like S&M type shit. I don't know. But either way, I vibe with these dudes. Whatever they are, I hope when I die, I come back as one of those things. They're just little cats. Just- that has scrolling through the desert, you know, cutting open cacti. Circling you sure they around. didn't wait from the sure they didn't hit some peyote like in there. No, dude, they're getting fucking hammered off this. Their nice makeshift mask hell. It's like basically tequila. God damn. What? <laughs> God damn. Are you all right, Jamie? Oh, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm good. I've been, uh, I've been hitting a little bit of the, uh, the mezcal myself today so (laughs) gotcha all right jamie so yeah way to blow out everyone's speakers when they're (laughs) you're welcome you're gonna have to cut that that's fine (laughs) all right so jamie this is where it starts getting weird der weirder i like the tequila whirling dervish or whatever the fuck it is the The tequila cactus cat i like uh, I'm picking up what they're putting down. No, it's a, so. they're a party animal. They just love getting fucked up, and they make their that's, own booze. That's awesome. That's where the term party animal probably came from. It's the cactus cat. Cactus cat. <laughs> slicing up fucking cacti and getting hammered and just living life. It's so good. All right, Jamie. So 
this so this so this next one <laughs> this one's pretty badass and I like I said I don't think I could do it justice by writing my own description so I'm just going to straight up read exactly what was written by William T Cox in the Fearsome Creatures book because it is too wild not to just like the opening line alone is fucking bonkers so are you ready for this I'm ready all right leading a vengeful existence resenting the intrusion of the logger the agropelter deal, de- deals misery to the lumberjack from Maine to Oregon. Ill fares the man who attempts to pass a hollow tree in which one of these creatures has taken up its temporary abode. The unfortunate is usually found smashed or pinned by a dead branch and reported as having been killed by a falling limb. So unnerving is the aim of the agropelter that despite diligent search, I've been, un- I've been unable to locate more than one man who has been the target of one of their missiles and yet survive to describe the beast. That man is <laughs> big old Kittleson. <laughs> it sounds like a, it sounds like a WWE wrestler. <laughs> big old Kittleson's so, coming to the ring. So this, the name of this man is big old Kittleson, who upon a certain occasion when cruising timber on the upper St. Croix, was knocked down by a partly rotten tree limb thrown by an agropelter. Oh my God. Is is cruising timber like a gay thing? Like, is. I mean, if it is, no no one's one's yucking your yum, but cruising for timber is hands. God damn. I mean, if it wasn't before, it is now. It has to be cruising for timber. Copyright it. Hashtag it. Get the website done and done. <laughs> done and done. No. So yeah, a, a rotten limb was thrown by an agropelter at uh at what was his name again? Big old Big old Kittleson. Now the <laughs> the limb was well, the limb was so punky that it shattered on old Ol's head, and he had time to deserve the rascally beast before it bounded from the tree and whisked off through <laughs> the woods. According to Ol, the animal was has a slender, wiry body, the villainous face of an ape, and arms like muscular whiplashes, which with which it can snap off dead branches and hurl them through the air like shells from a six-inch gun. It is supposed it is supposed to feed upon hoot owls and woodpeckers, the scarcity of which will prevent the agropelter from becoming numerous in any locality. And that is oh my that is the tale of the agropelter. <laughs> so this is like a this is like a crust punk train hopper high on sherm. Just <laughs> like <they're, laughs> Throwing branches and sticks and whatever at you because I've seen it. Yeah, they just I've seen lives it. in a hollow tree. It's like a Keebler elf, <laughs> yeah. but, a, but like a nightmare Keebler elf. It's a crust punk high on Sherm, bro. Can, go, we, go. can we just talk about the name Big Old Kittleson for a minute? Didn't like, and how it's the best wrestler name ever. Oh God, Big Old Kittleson just cruising for timber, <laughs> cruising for what. <laughs> I think you need to make a grinder account and make her name Big Ol' Kittleson and just make the thing under a cruising for timber. Oh god. Oh dude. my you'd crush it. I yeah. On, I think I'm just actually, gonna, I'm just, Jesus, I'm just gonna Jesus change, on anything. I'm just gonna change the, my Instagram for the show the <laughs> change the bio to just cruising for timber. Cruising <laughs> 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 
fuck, big man. old. Yeah, I'm just some big old Kittleson. A big old kill. I was out there cruising for some timber when all of a I sudden can... a big old log fell on my head, but not the log I was looking for today. <laughs> oh, it was a heavy, meaty log, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then it hit me, and things happened. Okay. <laughs> All right. So moving on. This is the last one I got for you, Jamie. Oh God. I don't know if he can beat big old Kittleson, but let's see. All right. So in the coastal regions of California, uh, one of the more uh unfortunate looking creatures popped up uh in the spring of nineteen oh six. Uh that had some <laughs> it has what I would describe as like a Napoleon complex. Uh it wasn't a it's not a big animal. Uh, it was from reported encounters, kind of a just a straight up dickhead. Coxrone <laughs> uh, is it, it was Courtney Love. Coxrone <laughs> <laughs> in his book that quote. Uh, oh yeah, by the way, this is called the, the name of this thing is called the Central American Wind Tosser. It's a lot. Oh my God. <laughs> but, oh, so it wasn't quite. It, it was Moby. <laughs> <laughs> so Coxrone no, his book. Stop naming musicians. <laughs> so Coxrone in his book quote. The the essential American wind tosser is always looking for trouble or making it, uh, and that any lumberjack or woodsman who have come across it on a tote road or a trail would never want to meet it again. If anything, this is your train hopping cross funk. Uh, awesome. Now it would seem the wind tosser was designed for like just straight up chaos, either by like an unjust god or the devil himself. Uh, both its head and its tail are on a swivel, allowing its tail and head to spin around like Linda Blair and the Exorcist at a rate Sick. at a rate of a hundred revolutions per minute. Now that might not like seem super fast, but when it's an animal's fucking head, that is too fast <laughs> and very That's unnerving. That's really fat. That's better than my new Diablo Barb character. So <laughs> <laughs> now, as far as the body of this thing goes, it doesn't get any better. Uh, the body is basically a long triangle. Picture like a, you know, like a, a Toblerone box. Yes. Now picture that, but on each side of that long triangle tube is a full set of legs. Uh, cock- <laughs> so on each side of the triangle, it has four sets of legs, like two by the head and two by the tail. It's just a big circle, this- a big triangle of legs and spinning heads and tails. So once again, it all comes back to NYC B-Boys. Break dancers. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> now, uh, Cox describes this as a good thing uh, since it's earthquake country, and that quote, if the floor suddenly became the ceiling, it does not matter, for the wind tosser is always there with, with the legs, end quote. Oh my God. <laughs> what? What the fuck? Yeah. It's a Toblerone. Yeah, with it's a Toblerone chocolate with legs, with three full sets of legs, a head and tail that can spin a hundred rotations per minute. So they're kind of like dachshunds or like wiener dogs or something. If yeah. you were to like, but put, but put legs on each a, side of them, and then send them into a cockfight arena. Basically, yeah, it's all bad. All of it's bad. This is this is a new. Thing you haven't stumbled upon. Fuck UFC. Fuck <laughs> MMA matches. Like we're doing Toblerone dachshunds. Yeah, dude. And now the thing also seems to be almost indestructible, uh, with claims that it can be shot, clubbed, strung on a pike pole, and it will continue uh, to just spin violently and end quote 
screams of rage. Uh, they say the only way to kill the beast is to put it in a flume pipe, whatever that is, uh, because if all of its feet are touching a surface, uh, like touching a surface, it will instinctively try and start walking in separate directions all at the same time, and it'll tear itself apart. Oh my god, it's a <laughs> chihuahua! It's a chihuahua. I've seen like. <laughs> Oh, um, so you can make a potato potato cannon. And uh, you remember making potato cannons as a kid? Yeah. Is that how you get rid of this thing? Is you drop it down on the potato cannon, hit the bottom canister with hay sp- hairspray, and launch it out? No. Is you, what you got to do is you got to put it in a tube so that the legs on its sides and on its back are they're all touching a surface. And then when they do yeah. all, all their legs will start trying to go in different directions and it'll tear itself apart. You don't got to oh, do anything. Okay. It'll just, it'll so just massacre itself. You can just throw it on a piece of PVC pipe and that thing's gone. Yeah. I mean, it's still there. It's just in several pieces now. I mean, what does it taste like? <laughs> I can't imagine good. <laughs> Is it had really wiry no. hair and that they, all the hair uh, pointed in like forward instead of backwards like a normal animal? You never know. It's all could gross. Be good. It could be good. I mean, I'm sure, dude, most cryptids probably taste delicious. I'd try it. It's like got to be like some Wagyu beef or something, you know? I don't like, know about all that. I bet it's jacked uh, as fuck, dude. It has so many legs. Of, of course it is. Like Maybe people pay a lot of people pay a lot of money to eat dumb shit, though. So. Well, yeah, there was that dude in Japan who had, like, the banquet when he, like, cut off his dick and had people eat it. Oh, my God. I didn't hear about that, but it sounds like a party. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jamie. Well, that was Fearsome Creatures of the Lumberwoods Part 2. Where are we? How are we feeling? I thought it couldn't get weirder, but it did. I also haven't like really slept well for the past three days because my wife's been sick. So I'm like, I'm not sure if this is even really happening right now, but well, I mean, I'm happy to be a part of it. I'm here. Well, <laughs> like, most, of the, most of the things described do sound like a weird fever dream. Uh, so I can understand why you think that this might not actually be happening, but it is. And I'm, I and hope, I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope I see some of them this afternoon or tonight because that would be fucking awesome well i mean some of them are in maine you can just go right up there go to fucking uh new brunswick um only like uh, i can literally walk to the main border so yeah i think i'll just go down to um you know the lebanon gas station and watch all the creatures wander around there those are a different type of creatures do, do you know what the lebanon gas station consists of right now uh, I'm going to say heroin addicts and booze. Close. They only recently got their booze license, but there's three <laughs> different businesses in the Lebanon gas station. One is a medical marijuana business. Yeah. And the other, the other is a dog adoption business. <laughs> So it's like you can get gas, snacks. You can actually, they have like a mini restaurant in there. You can order subs and pizza too. It's like you can get high, get a pizza. And then like, I guess I'm taking this dog with me too. I mean, talk about one-stop shopping. I mean, let's all be honest with ourselves. (laughs) It's beautiful. It's the rest of the world needs to operate like lawless Lebanon. Oh, it's so good. All right, Jamie. Well, I appreciate you coming on. I hope this wasn't too weird for you. 
it was and it wasn't. I want to throw some weird stuff at you one time. Hey, man, if you want to write an episode and get weird, you're more than welcome. Oh, dude, I can just tell you what happened yesterday and (laughs) get really weird with it. Within the realm of what the show is about, I don't want to hear about some... (laughs) I don't hear about day-to-day weird shit. You're you're sick, Dave, obviously. I know what I'm... I'm sorry. All right, well, thank you so much, Jamie. I love you. I miss you. I'm glad your poop's better. I love you. Miss you. My poops are better. Thank you. Yeah, Uh, let's see. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Crypto Cocktail. Follow me on Twitter, Crypto Cocktail. Follow me on TikTok, Crypto Cocktail Party. Also, we got shirts up for pre order. If anyone wants to get one, go to CryptoCocktail.BigCartel.com. Uh, my buddy Jack designed me a nice little Flatwoods Monster Miller High Life rip t shirt. Uh, so, yeah, grab one of those. Pre order is only going to be up for like the next week. Once they're gone, they're gone. So, make sure you do that. And then, what else? I think that's it. I don't have anything else to plug. Get them t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. I saw I saw those actually, but I did not like um <laughs> uh know how to work my phone at the time that I saw them. Well, I mean so you got, but they look they look sick. They look, they look good. sick. I'm I'm getting one. Yeah, get one for you and Allie, you know? Yeah. All right, champion. You wanna say goodbye to everyone before I say bye to everyone, or should I say bye first and you say bye? Um I think we should do a duet. Do you want to say want to do want to say goodbye at the same time? Yeah, we're All gonna right. do like one, two, three, and harmonize. Okay, are we just saying goodbye? Or are we just gonna say bye? Just g- goodbye. All right. No, no, bye's easier. Bye's easier. All right. Three, two, one. Bye. Bye. That was not in sync at all. <laughs> <laughs> it was close. It was close. <laughs>